I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Everybody, welcome to Wicked Anime. This is episode 175. And it's Kanma! This is probably the most attendance we've had at a con since Seth Watch a Con. Just just remember not to name the episode something something convention because then we don't get any views. Yeah, right. Uh, I am uh, just one of the many hosts, John Starr, stupid awesome analyst. With me is the hard man with hard opinions, AFLM. Oh, hello. And also we have our king baby duck, Evan. Johnny to you, all my bastards and wenches. Security guy, Greg. Hola. And Elite Four, Derek. I haven't shaved since this whole quarantine started. <laughs> oh, I dude, look at, <laughs> look at my neck beard. Look, yeah, my neck beard is like, I, I haven't shaved in about two or three weeks now because why? <laughs> why why would you why would I you still like to keep things smooth i still like it like this oh i'm yeah. gonna go for the tom hanks thing see if i can look like castaway by the time this is all over <laughs> <laughs> by the way uh john i think you made a bit of an error i think this is episode 176 is it i don't yeah, know because 175 was the wikis is it really uh, is, yeah uh all right I guess so. Hey, John, uh, could you somehow get your microphone closer to you again? No, I can't. You're a little quiet. My audio was pristine when we did the test recording. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was top tier. It was the most ultimate of audio that you could ever fathom. Otherwise, I'm going to be leaning in like this for the entire thing. Well, I don't think anybody can see the uh, the video recording. We're recording this on Zoom because it's free for... Quarantine time. Yeah, it's free and we're in quarantine. Yeah. Well, I mean, we want to see your beautiful face up close, so we are hoping you would lean in more. Yeah. Actually, I just like that uh, Batman poster you got behind you. Oh, yeah. I have too. so many. I got my Aquabats posters. I got my DC Universe poster. I got my Five Iron poster. I got my uh, my two uh, Psychonauts posters, which are um, from when I went to the studio in California last summer and then here's my blue man group poster which is autographed Ooh. um i i'm actually kind of bummed that i'm not using my laptop then because my laptop has the camera view and you from the angle that i'd be showing you just be able to see my wall of like my library basically which is just filled with manga 
Yeah. And, and then books. Yeah. Then, all you can see with mine is my Jack White poster here and yeah. my bird bear hair and fish one that I got when I <laughs> ordered their CD from Japan. This, you just get a plain bedroom with me. <laughs> this, this book, this book right here on my shelf, this is how to play Tetris uh, like the masters do. It, it actually teaches you how to, how to play Tetris, how to read the pieces, all that kind of stuff. So it's like counting cards, but with Tetris. Yeah, it, it's, it's literally that. And it's amazing. <laughs> Eventually, we talk about anime on the show. <laughs> uh, the more things change, the things stay, stay the same. Yes. We have created our own meme culture within our podcast. We were supposed to be, we're recording during the week that Anime Boston was supposed to happen. Yeah, we and should be yeah. there right now. We, should, yeah. we literally should be standing there right now, but we're not. And, uh, sad and we're time. sad. We're sad about it. Yeah, <laughs> are it's we weird. Though? Are we? I'm sad. <laughs> are we? <laughs> on a, on, hey, hey, on the plus side, we have the very best anime music video contest ever. Oh. Because there's no fucking videos. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I was looking forward to... Every time on the escalators, when people reach out and try to touch hands, I was just waiting for security to tackle them and be like, six feet! <laughs> six feet. And it's also kind of weird because this year of Anime Boston is supposedly the very last year of Anime Boston at the Heinz Convention Center. Yeah, because the Heinz Convention is cut, uh, shutting down, right? Something like that. and then, Something like that. And it's supposed to be moving to the BCEC within the next couple of years. Yeah, and then um, they were also going to be testing out changing the dealer's room, changing the main stage, changing the artist alley. Yeah. It's like sw- swapping them all around, which would have been really – it, it would have been really cool because I think their ideas were actually really good ideas as to change it. But people who don't go to Anime Boston have no frame of reference of what I'm talking about. So – we can put it into this perspective. Uh, it's not necessarily, you know, one specific con related, but all cons in general that were supposed to happen during con season is that literally an entire year's worth of planning and hours and hours and hours and hundreds of thousands of dollars of people trying to put these events together is now just washed down the drain in an instant. Yep. Yeah. Just like that. Though everything is being bumped, Bump just being bumped to next year. Yeah, you know, you can listen to my interview with uh, Kristen from Anime Boston, who's the chairwoman, and that's the fortunate thing is that they were able to stop it in time where it wouldn't have cost that much money, and they could just push everything over to the next year. Yep. No, that's that's completely true. Um, that's good for the programming and stuff, but when it comes to the guests, that's one that's really hard to have come back the yeah. same time next year because they're all on their own separate schedules. And so. just imagine all of those weeaboos that cannot practice their social anxiety and just... <gasps> Oh. <laughs> I've been your, your biggest fan for such a cons, long time. Cons are so much fun. Why are there so many people here? Oh, man, that guy handing out Pocky in the Yajirobe costume would have been like <laughs> almost DEFCON 3 for environmental hazard. <laughs> wow. How did how did the uh, how did the coronavirus spread throughout the convention center so fast? Well, there was this dude passing out pocky. I think I think that we <laughs> ironically just came up, it was a dude passing out deodorant. I think that we just came up with our first topic for today is how social distancing is not practiced at cons. <laughs> not not even close. Well, no. especially how, because you have how do we count the ways? <laughs> well, especially because you have 
you know, people who are, you know, much older than they should be glomping each other, glomping each other. <laughs> Can you explain what glomping is? Because never... it's when you tackle someone out of the blue, but with love. I don't think I've ever. It, it, it's not. It's not a code for sex, Greg. Don't worry. It's I didn't like that. think it. I didn't think it was, but I just can't imagine somebody tackling somebody else at a con out of love. Oh, it happens, dude. It's it, usually it creepy love. <laughs> I mean, it's nice when it's like a small person glomping a big person, but when it's the other way around. Yeah, Greg. Read, Greg, happen. Read the chat. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just saw saw it pop up a little bit. Glom's crack. Greg. <laughs> you just you just got glommed. Aw. Thanks. <laughs> now when I glomp you, you'll probably pass Die. out from yeah. Did you <laughs> see the heart emoji too? I did. It means that I glommed you with love. Oh yeah, let me react to that. Yay. <laughs> Zoom is such a weird creature. Wait, how do you react? Now I'm I, how do I do the hand thing? There's a, re a reaction button down at the bottom of the screen. Why are there only <laughs> two reactions? I see a smiley face, so I'm looking for smiley faces, and it just gives me hands. Hands and a that's, thumb? Hey, man, that's what you get for free. That's what you, you get thumbs up and hands. That's all you need for free. Which I just want to point out, we can see the our own hands through the webcams. Yeah. <laughs> and yet the emoji reactions are hands. <laughs> <laughs> Greg was Greg has the thumbs up emoji going on and you, and he was just clapping so I was so confused I was like Greg what are you feeling do you agree or do you applaud I don't understand I'm feeling <laughs> all the emotions <laughs> well in village you're talking Animal Crossing a clap is a sign of approval yeah. a thumbs up is a also a sign of approval <laughs> yeah where's the thumbs down this yeah. this conversation is it's like. All strictly only say I, all oppose, bitch slap. This 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 conversation that we're having right now, like we will have people like ten years in the future being like, I wonder what this Wicked Anime podcast thing was all about. They're gonna listen to all the classic episodes of Wicked Anime, and they're gonna listen to the quarantine episode, and none of this information is gonna be relevant to them. They're like, what the heck is Zoom? What are they yeah. talking about? I don't understand. <laughs> But right now, in this very moment, everybody's going to be like, oh, it's so funny. I can't believe they're such geniuses. Funniest man in the world. Pee-pee <laughs> <laughs> poop. All right, so, let's talk about anime. Social distancing or cons. <laughs> doesn't exist. It does not. It does not. Especially it's at yeah. one time of the year when the social anxiety just goes out the window and be like, I'm going to touch everything and everyone. Hold but, on. Hold on. It doesn't, doesn't it actually promote social anxiety to a degree? Because I've gone to cons and seen people have more social anxiety at cons because it's a large group of people, which doesn't make sense, but yet they're willing to go to the con. Yes, cons are pro-social anxiety. For, for anybody who ever wanted to study how a pandemic works, they never even considered talking about con plague. Like, no, con flu is just the worst. It, I don't. I don't understand how they they never put that study to work and and you know just solve this whole thing right away. It's so That's weird. Like why, everyone talks about con flu and con plague. I've never had it ever in any of the conventions. I've had fatigue, tiredness, yes, but I've never gotten sick after going to a convention. So and, Evan, Evan's going to save us all because he's immune. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I all think, in my blood, man. You just I inject think, it, you'll find the cure right there in my DNA. Well, I think the reason why none of us have been affected by coronavirus at the moment is because we all have gone to conventions and we are now like, like coronavirus has nothing on con flu. So it's just like, hey, 
<laughs> I'm not messing with that guy's body. He's going to kick my ass. My antibodies have been around the block a couple times. I'm ready. <laughs> See how many gym badges they have. <laughs> okay, I'm mad because this is another instance where I don't get another badge. Yeah. <laughs> I fight the virus every day at work, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. So Hey, at least you don't have to worry about never being 11 years old. Because, you know, with Ash Ketchum always being 10, think about that. Just, <laughs> just be grateful that you can age, man. It's like going through, uh, what, Freudian City the first time, being like, oh, here's a gym. I'm going to get to go there. No, it's closed. Everyone's gone. Keep going. <laughs> they are not – it's not an essential gym. Close. So what did, what did everybody want to do most at the con this year? Like what, what are some things you're going to miss about going to cons? Oh, I, wanted, I wanted to breathe heavily within six feet of people. <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus of five foot 11 inches rubs hands together yeah <laughs> um dealer's room that which is the only reason i ever go to conventions ever much, no yeah. my new my new thing is the auction i i am so bummed that i'm missing the auction this year but i i've been enjoying it so much they uh, actually last weekend uh um, Altered Reality Entertainment, who are the people who do Rhode Island Comic Con, uh, they actually did a digital auction online. I actually forgot about it. I didn't go, but I wanted to because they they were doing comic books and toys. So, oh wow, would probably would have been pretty cool if anybody remembered yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they showed up. Nobody's at the auction. Oh man, did yeah, they right. do it over Zoom? <laughs> they did, they, or they did it. They did it through some sort of streaming thing so like um, you so you you put up your yeah. like your your thumbs <laughs> up and your clap emojis to bet or to bid uh <laughs> <laughs> i mean a comic shop does it through uh facebook live so mm-hmm. our our home comic shop in, in florida that sponsors nerdy show um they and omniverse yep omniverse they uh omniverse. um so they every week now they do a comic book auction it's pretty cool. And they do it through Facebook Live. So, Yes, sir. Let's see. I was looking forward to the dealer's room, obviously. Mm-hmm. I was hoping they would do another one of the uh, the Magic Draft Battle tournaments, because that was actually um, fun last time. Oh, Super yeah. cool, yeah. M- Magic Giraffe Battles? That does sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Magic the Gathering, where you make a deck completely out of booster packs, so everyone's kind of <laughs> yeah, on the same level. Do giraffes who are magicians need a magic wand because their necks are so long it acts like a wand? (laughs) (laughs) That is the wand. I'm going to miss the arcades too because I liked how they had like all like the Japanese arcades, like all the exclusive arcade games you can't play in America. Oh man, that's true. But now I wonder if they're never going to let people do that ever again. It's just like, no, no, no. You cannot touch controllers after people have touched controllers. But now, at the very least, like in between panels, like notice no one ever wiped anything down. And now these days, everyone's just desanitizing everything every 30 seconds. Everybody's going to turn into monk at conventions. (laughs) You know, on that point, the Dr. Anthony Fauci, the CDC um, head, I forget, director, I forget his position. He was actually saying that, like, people should honestly never shake hands again. Um, be, just to prevent spread of coronavirus or whatever it is. So I wonder if like conventions are going to pick up a tactic like that. You know what I mean? Well, you know, at PAX East, it's the, uh, it's the uh, elbow bump we do. 
Well, I, that's that's still unnecessary con- contact, though. You hear heard it here first. Japan has it right. Bowing. <laughs> I think yeah. they always had it right. <laughs> they didn't have it right during the during the quarantine because seeing that none of them quarantined and now they're about to hit like a top pandemic. Oh, really? I thought Japan was uh, falling in line with like South Korea or China. <laughs> no, they didn't. They literally did zero preparation. Like while the rest of the world was in quarantine, Japan was just like, let's go have picnics and barbecues. And we have face masks and, and hand sanitizer. That'll be fine. And then two weeks later, it's just an explosion of cases. So is Japan like the Florida of Asia? <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, no, no or, or like the Japan's New Orleans. So smart. Because <laughs> New Orleans held Mardi Gras. That was so dumb. Did oh. they really? I didn't know yeah. that. They they held Mardi Gras while this was like first happening and everybody was kind of like, you should stay home. And uh the governor only let it go through because she got pushback from the businesses. They were <laughs> like, No, we need the revenue. <laughs> right? And no, now everyone's like, now it's one of the new epicenters like of the United States besides New York. And it's ridiculous. She shouldn't have had, I can't, I don't know if I should just blame it all on her, but the state in general should not have held Mardi Gras. (laughs) The South. We just blame the South, okay? Just blame the South. (laughs) New York and the South. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of unfortunate that California is doing so well because we we really don't need them. You're just like, can can you just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm not touching that one <laughs> good stay six feet away listen we have family we have family that live out in california we all have that friends <laughs> there are um just to see things please. that we use that are out from california <laughs> not me oh. it's just Cali- you can you can go ahead you can wait are they actually doing well? No, I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. I haven't been paying attention to California at all. Yeah, California. California's doing pretty okay. Um, well, when the entire state burns down from wildfires, it kind of helps sanitize it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we go back to when Australia was on fire? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when that yeah, was the we- only concern in this world. <laughs> the koalas. We got to save the koalas. <laughs> oh, but then, unfortunately, we'd have to live through all this again. I don't think we want to. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We're just like, just wait a couple months. You're going to like this. You're going to like these fires. <laughs> so far, 2020, between like, and I know this, like the death of Kobe Bryant at the Australian wildfires, is that still happening in the beginning of this? No, year? no, no. Uh, oh, at the beginning? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm talking like January, February. There were a couple major events like the death of Kobe Bryant for a lot of people, and I forget what other event or two. And now this, and it's like, Everyone that complained that the last few years were bad, it's like, no, this is the absolute worst year. Okay, but here's the thing that, one, one, everything is relative. Just because you're in a year doesn't mean the timeline. Like, I think, I like how everybody likes to place years in a box where it's just like, so long, 2019, (laughs) hello, 2020. It's just like, the timeline is still the same timeline. It's not like we're in a brand new timeline just because the numbers (laughs) flipped over. Yes, it does. (laughs) It's not, it's not like in Dragon Ball Super where we could go back in time and start a new timeline. It's just, yes, it's just like, no, no it, to, if it was 2019 still, the and, and it was just continued being 2019, we'd still have a virus and everybody would be like, man, 2019 sucks. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how we do it. But as a note to any time travelers, once Kobe Bryant passes away, start buying toilet paper and stocks of Zoom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how you'll make your money. <laughs> 
Oh, we found a three pack, uh, pack of Clorox wipes at my, uh, my dad's uh, general contractor has a little small business of his own. So he had, he was going through his, um, some of his cabinets, like just looking for something. He found a unopened three pack of Clorox wipes and we were contemplating legitimately selling it because we could probably have made a ton of money off of that. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and then we were like, no, we need it. So <laughs> you can need it. And you also need your soul, dude. That's you like, can... that's like the, uh, in when you're playing dungeons and dragons and you have plus three arrows, but you have like three plus three arrows and then you shoot one. And then you shoot another one, and you're just like, hmm, I wonder how much these plus three hours are, arrows are worth. 25,000 gold pieces of, uh, of an arrow. It's just like, I shot 25,000 gold just with one shot. <laughs> oh, my God. I could have sold these Clorox wipes and paid off my student debt. That would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Sally May is still waiting for you. <laughs> Maybe. But Not for me, I'm the most famous artist in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all laughing. That's so sad. No, but like <laughs> I'm impressed by how many people have actually liked your Facebook page, Andrew. Like, oh heck yeah, over two thousand people. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been doing pretty good. I'm at I'm at I just uh, reached twenty four ten today. So I'm two thousand four hundred and ten hey, people. Wait, here's my uh, clap reaction. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, Thumbs and it's up. actually it's it's really nice because uh, <laughs> all of us just have a clap except for Evan. <laughs> it's really nice because uh, you get to actually interact with people. Like you actually post something, and then it's just way more interaction than when it is with just you know 300 people because uh, when you have 300 people nobody you really only get reactions from your friends and not many people are, are reacting but if you post something like i posted a picture the other day and it got like 60 reacts i was like man like yeah this wasn't even close to a month ago when i only had like 300 people going for me so now you just need people to get onto your patreon though that's the, yeah that's the important thing yeah, I just gotta get. I gotta keep pushing the Patreon. And by the way, under there, I just want to point out that since the pandemic thing has started, literally nothing has changed for Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally, <laughs> day in and day out, everything is exactly the same. <laughs> you could have stayed on your job, and then they could have closed you down and get some extra money. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, what is it? <sighs> Oh, I lost it. I I forgot. Well, you know where to find us if it comes back. Do we want to talk about anime or stuff? Yeah, we we really should talk about anime. Yeah, Really quick, because Andrew was just talking about uh, his comic book artist fame. It's solariansun.com to check out his comic. Yeah, I was was definitely going to push that at the end, because everybody should read a free webcomic while you're in quarantine. Right. Right. So why not? reading it right now while we're yes. talking <laughs> amazing i got my uh, new pages because i pay for it yeah it's so accessible yeah I, I mean okay so here's the deal uh page 67 is up for free but page 115 is up if you pay five dollars a month which is almost just a dollar a month or a dollar a dollar a week per month which is nothing you pay you pay more in coffee for that well i mean maybe not anymore no there are still coffee shops open that's essential oh yeah they're essential yeah Yeah. so 
so so if you're still spending money on coffee but not reading a comic book that gives you tons of free content a week, what's the matter, you? <laughs> <laughs> what's the comedy going? Plus, you get to read things that are like related to it's it's inspired by Thundercats. It's inspired by power metal. It's inspired. It's in, inspired by family, and it's an adventure D and D adventure story. Well, not D and D specifically, but you know, fantasy in that kind of a sense. We should also make the point that it's based off of the good Thundercats. Yeah, was, <laughs> uh, wow. man. Have have we not talked about actually watching Thundercats Roar since we went oh on hiatus? God, so there's a there's an there's an angry rant of me on Evan's show talking about Thundercats Roar. Oh yeah, um, I listened to the Doom soundtrack while typing it up. <laughs> man. Whoever out there likes Thundercats Roar and is defending Thundercats Roar, I just want to let you know that you're wrong, and <coughs> there is no right opinion about this that is on the, that airs to the side of the show is good. You're just wrong. <laughs> it's just, and can yeah. I uh, can I counterpoint you just for a second? Sure. I kind of really like Slythe, and that was like Slythe and the way that they animated him and gave him lines. I liked Slythe. But that's put, it. I'll put heavy air quotes on animated Slythe because <laughs> nothing is really animated in that show. It's just like, I wonder how close I can put this character to the camera and make their face something stupid. And just, that's it. That's the whole show. It's, it's how close can I put this character's face to the camera and make them say something stupid. And it's like they took Thundercats and they used the worst SpongeBob memes to animate it. <laughs> yeah. So um, Thundercats 2011 with Matt Mercer and uh, and Will Friedle and all those like that show had so much heart and stuff like it made me cry. Yeah, um, it, watching Thundercats roar, you could I could never really get much more of a. Huh, out of yeah, me. it makes you cry. <laughs> it makes you cry. <laughs> um, makes you cry for different reasons. Well, so there's a like I said back when I discovered it. <laughs> In 2000, and at the beginning of 2019, January of 2019, there was a podcast released of Dan Norton, the art director of Thundercats 2011, explaining the entirety of what was season two and the finale of the, that Thundercats series and explaining their love of Thundercats and how everybody in the studio loved Thundercats. And they had so much fan service that they were going to put into it that wasn't overbearing. It was just like, oh, do you remember? Do you remember Billy, who was like the fisherman? And he was like, yeah, I remember him. Oh, he was going to be an. Oh, remember Hachiman, the only human or one of the a few humans in Thundercats, and we were going to have some sort of human time or human subplot. It was like, oh yeah, I remember. Oh, was, yeah, we had all this stuff rewritten. And and we're gonna put it into the fi- final the finale of the show, and it was gonna be amazing. And you're just like, man, these guys loved Thundercats. They sat in the room and they discussed how much they loved Thundercats and what they were gonna do with the story. And then you have California Man Bun uh, just talking about, man, I love Thundercats so much. I I drink I watch it while drinking my soy milk, and it's just the the greatest thing ever. And then I made this shitty cartoon of these these soyed down thundercats characters and and it, it's so funny i put their car- their faces real close to the camera and i can't even animate it's great and that's thundercats roar 
That was very well thought out. <laughs> it, so I thought yeah, so. <laughs> uh, I watched I watched Thundercats Roar. Uh, the first first episode I saw was actually the episode zero pilot that yeah. they showed with the uh, with the dancing unicorns, and oh. they could not have started with a worse thing to get people onto it because it was just so unwatchable. I was uncomfortable watching it. That's how I felt when I watched the pilot too. It was like. It was like it was like watching Teletubbies. Like you remember, like back in the day, where they were like Teletubbies is for kids, and and like you even look at it, you say, no, it's not. Kids are smarter than this. That's yeah. how I felt about Thundercats. Roar. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but that's the argument for Thundercats. And like I said in Evan's review, I'm gonna call out the Twitter users who actually defend Thundercats Roar because they say it's for kids. It's not for you. That's wrong because you named it Thundercats, which means you're going for the Thundercats fandom. And because younger kids aren't going to watch something called Thundercats and be like, I remember what this was like in the 80s, especially because they modeled the characters after the 80s show. And the creator of the show himself said, hey, I'm a fan of Thundercats. You're a fan of Thundercats. Here's a Thundercats that, that everybody's going to love. He said that. So for, for people to claim this show isn't for you, it's just a straight out lie and ex- an excuse to have bad, cheap, an- cheaply animated media that they can just pump out without caring how good it actually, good or funny it actually is, and kind of try to bank on that nostalgia bucks with shitty animation. And Cartoon Network paid money for them to make this. Yeah, and, and then meanwhile, something like has been hotel and hell of a boss the, uh, the team over at vivzy pop creates these amazing <laughs> animations basically on their own dime. on their own yeah and and not only that but the same reason it's just like oh we got to save money so we'll make something crappy like steven universe and, and thundercats roar i know that's a such a controversial thing to say um <laughs> but uh sorry they outsource it to south korea so they don't have to pay anybody but you have something like Thundercats 2011, where they're just like, I don't want to send this to Japan and have them animate it for $600,000 an episode because it costs too much, even though everybody absolutely loves it. It's just like, oh, it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 not, I'm not into... The, the animation industry is so horrible. It's, it's, the corporate animation industry is so horrible right now. They treat everybody like garbage. Mm-hmm. They want to animate everything as cheaply as possible. Everything looks exactly the same. It's 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 a nightmare. Like get over yourselves. <laughs> yeah. So that was Thundercats Roar. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think um, we liked it? <laughs> on the uh, on, on the note of uh, Hasbun Hotel and all those uh, internet animators and stuff like that, I also wanted to point out Pymations. I don't I don't know if anybody's ever seen. A I've heard of them. Um, really funny stuff. He actually released his first like fifteen minute full-length cartoon not too long ago and it was really funny it was about like this um the sheriff and deputy in this old western town but they don't use guns or violence or anything like that um it it just clever i I liked it um Uh, i there's a lot of really incredibly talented youtube animators out there that do these things do these projects on their own and one of the ones i look at all the time is Jaden animations Every single time I click on one of her videos, I'm so impressed at how good her animation is. 
just it's so smooth like i i expect her animation to just be freeze frames of her character and not with like actually animated moving mouth and actual walking cycles and then unique animations out there. It's really impressive. I really like her work. And her stories are really fun to listen to at times. So so good on the YouTube animators who actually have better quality animation than major studios that have a team of people working on them. Who went to CalArts. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, this bean mouth is a really good idea. Let's take this one bean mouth we have and put it on every single cartoon we have out there. <laughs> I thought that was actually like a slur that you were using for a second, but then I realized that everybody, yeah, every, car- yeah, every cartoon character's mouth is shaped like a bean. I was like, are you, sh- are you, sh- should you be saying that? And then they have three teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They talk like this. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it now. Bean mouth. Yeah. I totally get it. <laughs> um, it's like they try to be anime, but it's not quite right yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Speaking of which, do we want to talk about anime or uh, Japanese news? <laughs> Either one of those two things. Oh, do we want to talk about what we're watching first or some news stories? Well, I'll I'll be right out with it. I haven't been watching much. I I have though. I I've I, been I, watching so much. So so I haven't I haven't been watching much. But what I have watched is pretty important. Yeah, I think. Uh, so let's just do what we're watching, and we'll save news for the end, so that people are you know enticed to listen to the end. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll start. Uh, so I've been watching a couple things. Uh, I haven't been watching a lot, but I've been watching a couple things. I've been wa- uh, first off. I watched "Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin." Yeah, and "Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin" is a show about animators creating an animation club, and so a show about an animation club that's about animation better have good animation, and it does. The show has amazing animation. It also has amazing character design that never once did I ever feel like I was watching an anime. It made me feel like I was watching animation. You know, not, oh, look, it's, it's this anime of the season. You get to see the girl boobs. Oh. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that. It was a real show with characters that looked unique, very unique. The character design was phenomenal. The world design was phenomenal because they live in this weird alternate Japan. And, and it was just interesting because they still live in Japan because Kamaket still happened. Yeah, like, Comicet was still a thing. They still went and did that, but everything is flooded, and they have weird architecture and weird buildings. So it was yeah. it was it was bizarre. It was like Venice. It, a lot. it was like Venice yeah. and Brazil mis- mixed together. Yeah. Um. So keep your hands off Isaacin is fantastic. Everybody should watch it. Kanamori is going to be a really tough waifu to beat this year. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then I watched. Uh, a little bit of Setton Academy. I enjoyed which, that show. Which is, I I am enjoying it as well. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm enjoying it because it's just plain cute. Uh, going Did you get back that to the Honey Badger episode? No, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh. Uh, I think I'm still on episode five. And it's just funny because it's such a bizarre concept too because you have like, oh, it's a school, but everybody an, represents an animal. But then there's human a human thing that represent the animals there and you know they represent the humans and everybody goes to school together but everybody has animal traits so they all follow and of course the goofy trope of like the male animals are like their grotesque animal counterparts on that are bipedal and then all the females are just female animal girls like they look like humans but they're animal girls and it's basically kimono friends yeah but it's and it's funny 
it's funny in that sense. This is a perfect example Wait, cool. of the characters. Like, there's the male with all the female characters. Yeah, yeah I have a very important question. Yeah. <laughs> are there horses? Oh, yes. There yes, are donkeys. There are. <laughs> oh, there are donkeys. Oh, look, yeah. look at that ass. Ooh. <laughs> and then they also have magicians. <laughs> I like the giraffes. Um, so... Uh, so it's it's really funny to watch because it's very tongue in cheek in the sense that oh we put animal girls in the show get it because we because Japan likes animal girls because you have the naked mole rats and then all the naked mole rats are tiny and they're gross because they're naked and then you have this really tall beautiful human looking girl who is always in her underwear and around these tiny little naked mole rats but she's normal human size. It's just, it's hilarious. I, I, I and like, the, she's grossed out by people who wear clothes. Yeah. It's embarrassing for her to wear clothes because that's shameful in a naked mole rat society, but it's a good excuse so that Japan can draw naked high school girls. Uh, and I mean, they do it anyway in the show. There's always somebody naked in the show, but it's, it's anime. You got to get over it. <laughs> And the end theme to Seton Academy is the most adorable thing on the planet. Yeah, it's it's sung by the the lead voice actress in the show. Yeah, Hina Kino, who played a Hanako in uh, Asabi Asabase. Yeah, she has such a unique voice. I've never heard of anime voice actress with a voice like hers. I know. I just wish she'd get more lead roles because she has such a really good, unique voice. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be also because her voice is so unique that that's why it's it's kind of hard to give her main roles because she has to fit a specific archetype of character in the same kind of way that uh, Yuko Bayashi doesn't, uh, who's my other favorite voice actress. Oh, right. Yuko Bayashi or Rachel yeah, Yuko Bayashi. Bayashi. Yuko Bayashi. The, re- the way that she doesn't get a lot of roles because she has to fill a role. That's like a tomboyish girl that likes to scream a lot. That's who, that's who she has to be. And which is actually kind of the same thing for, for her. Cause you know, she has a high pitch voice, but she has to scream a lot and it's, I, yeah. So it's very difficult cause there's a lot of anime voice actresses who get every single role in every single anime, but you have these two girls who never, they're in very specific roles in every single show that they're, they're in. So. But they always steal the show because yeah, of they how do. good they play the which characters. Is, yeah, which is why it's it's really easy to point out my favorite anime voice actresses because they're so unique. Right. Um, Although I've gotten to a point where I can even like recognize them, even if they're doing different voices, like your Aoi Yukis and your Rie Takahashis. Yeah. I... Uh, I don't think I've been watching anything else. If I'll interject, if I if I have, but I've been reading. I've been reading a lot of manga because I've still been getting, you know, Promise Neverland and We Never Learn. I'm actually reading the newest volume of We Never Learn right now, which is outside of the uh, the stuff that's in the anime. Where I'm finally getting to read stuff that I haven't seen in anime form yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really nice. Uh, the new volume of Terraformers came out, which is shocking. Uh, so, so I had the new volume of Terraformers. Oh, the new volume of Black Lagoon came out, uh, which was awesome because once again, it ended in a spot like, uh, is he going to make another volume? He doesn't have to, 
but he could he could continue making uh he could continue making black lagoon forever if he wanted to but it's in a place that if he didn't make another one then we probably wouldn't really care because it's still kind of ended but it was awesome everybody everybody needs to read black lagoon black lagoon's the best it's great but that's about it for me what about everybody else uh, let's see. So I've been watching My Hero Academia, at least the sub. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good news. Uh, the dub actually is going to be premiering tomorrow. So they're starting to play catch up. So uh, yeah. there'll still be four more episodes, I believe, after that. They'll still have to catch up with. So we'll see how long it takes them to do that. But mm-hmm. I loved the animation that they had throughout the last couple episodes between the last couple fights with... They actually made Endeavor a likable character. I mean, kind of. He's a, he's a dick, but you're kind of rooting for him right now. Well, I mean, if if you're where we're at in the manga, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, obviously. Um, but if you're where we're at in the manga, they, they do do Endeavor justice, which is really nice. He's, he's a changed man. So it's, it's kind of cool. Mm. And I love the introduction of Hawks. He seems like a character I'm going to like. But um, other than that, I've actually been starting to read manga. So I've read uh, books one through five of My Hero Academia Vigilantes. Oh, okay. And I've got number six on the way, so waiting for that. But uh, yeah, actually, I'm really enjoying that. I like yeah, the I, uh, I, I like the drunken Batman take on it. I <laughs> I I would choose rather Marv from Sin City than the drunken Batman. that's true speaking of my hero academia we all watched my hero academia movie right i don't think i have no i got seen in theaters oh you got oh yeah the closed movie Movie theaters what are those derek (laughs) um yeah so i i got a chance because of evan i got a chance to watch my hero academia the press press release of it the new the second movie it was much better than the first movie in my opinion uh it still suffered from the issue of let's do an obnoxiously long fight because the the final fight scene is about a half hour long and that's just absurd don't do that stop um and and the funny thing that i get from all the movies of my hero academia is if they're creating this much chaos and this and they're beating these villains at at these extreme grotesque amount of levels of destruction and power and killing themselves to do it they're going to just wipe the the league of villains out clean it's just like yeah just they're pushovers man like whatever we can deal with this it's true cuz they they're still students and they're doing it and yeah, they yeah. have prof- and they're not even professional heroes yet <laughs> yeah just like students beating up le- villains at this threat level yeah whatever <laughs> i don't know why but i just thought of the scene well one of the scenes in school babysitters and all the babies are just beating the crap out of the tall high school students <laughs> and that's that's my hero academia in a nutshell <laughs> true that uh, even Minetta was relevant. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My sticky balls were good for something. Well, they the nice thing about the second movie... So the second movie was a lot more fun than the first movie, in my opinion. They, they gave a lot more attention to the other characters, which was great. And 
they I, I think that's just it is they they put a lot more story into the characters i don't care about your fight scenes that that your fight scenes are second to what the characters are at least that's what it's supposed to be but it's shonen and shonen is just like well we gotta have them ross and gone for a half hour and because that's that's what it is it's all shonen's about oh we gotta we gotta present like fight scenes to the is to the these ADHD kids or we're not going to be able to keep their uh keep their minds at bay. So I mean look at what One Piece did with the Stampede film. They had a race for about 20 minutes and then the rest of like the 60 minutes was all just one big fight scene. Yeah. Well, and it always comes down to Naruto villain syndrome where you know, Naruto the Last was a great film for the first 20 minutes. Because it was the drama between Naruto and Hinata falling in love and getting married. And then they, she gets kidnapped by a villain we don't care about and they fight on the moon. And you're like, guys, just create a drama, a Naruto drama between the characters and have a character story about them falling in love and getting ready for their wedding. No. We have to Rasengan on the moon. He's just like, oh. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know why they haven't figured out that formula. Seeing that waifu culture is so, is so prominent everywhere. Yeah, that, like they, they could be like, yeah, let's just have the characters fall in love, and that'll be the entire movie. It would work mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, drama is good. Dr- like they, ugh, I just the ultimate fan service. Sh- yeah, shonen doesn't understand drama. They only understand action, and that their audience wants action. What, you don't like the character development of Broly? <laughs> <laughs> Screaming you child. Said, you said character development. I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> character existence. Yeah, like, because there's so many good characters in, in, a, in a show like My Hero Academia and Naruto that you're interested in their character growth. I want to see this character become this. But it's totally overshadowed by oh, but but Bakugo and Min- and and Midoriya have don't to hate each, they, have to hate each other and want to pretend that they want to bone each other in their bottoms. <laughs> like it's just like, come on, guys, stop it. Wait, they can't both be bottoms. Who's the top? <laughs> <laughs> we all know. We all know Bakugo is the bottom. What? <laughs> He's yeah, quite I a mean, screamer. He, he is the best girl. He, he's I, I cannot I hate Bakugo so much I hate Bakugo so much best girl 2019 now, Bakugo. now I'm just picturing Bakugo in a dress and that's just hilarious well we get his mom so. yeah that's true and although she the, does tend to gender, dress up like a punk rock singer and all the gender swap dojins oh god yes oh god yeah the My Hero Academia scene is just so so toxic <laughs> It's toxic, but it hasn't gotten to the point where it's like it's not. I, like, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, it's not like League of Legends or Homestuck or anything like that. It's it's still it's still a good fandom to be a part of. League of Legends. Yeah, uh, League of Legends is so toxic. The Lol. community of League of Legends. Greg, Greg can, Greg can attest. Yes, I can. I think <laughs> I've been playing since uh, season two, way back in the day. Um, don't get me wrong like it's not fair to clump everybody there's a lot of good people that play but from my experience personally if people are very um what's the word booger flickers 
No, if if you're uh they're very let's say critical of gameplay. It's 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 like ordinary. There's a right <laughs> yeah, there's a learning curve to this game. Um and people need to understand that not everybody's gonna be great and it can be very toxic. And well, I hate using that word. I think it's a stupid term, but I do too. But, but Greg uh, Greg, now that you're already talking, let's get us off of My Hero Academia and me talking about how much I love hate My Hero Academia and talk about something like an anime. What, what have you been watching? <laughs> to be honest, I haven't really been able to watch much because I still, um, I guess I'm still technically an essential employee and I've been working a lot. Oh my, it's no excuse. I've got like 17 shows I'm watching this season alone. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got schoolwork too, man. It, the grind doesn't stop even when it's quarantine. That Rainbow Six Siege anime is really good though. Oh, yeah, I love that Rainbow Six Siege anime. <laughs> um, We've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege. Did, oh, I love Siege so Did much. anybody watch the first episode of Food Wars Season 5? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet because I... So I'm further along than I thought I was. Um, I think I started Season 4, but I don't remember where I left off, so I think I still have to watch all of Season 4 and then go into Season Well, five. the only thing that I want to know from it, like, literally, the only thing that I want to know about it is the animation better this season. Yes, it is. Okay. Because it's a swimsuit episode. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fuck around with the swimsuit episode. You need top-tierness, man. You need the top-tierness. Season and 5 opener was sorry about Season 4. And Apology. The- and the only, no season you're talking about season three season three, season was, three was shit yeah season, season three was the bad better. animation season so uh season five uh, opener with swimsuits the only thing i have to ask is is my dark skin beauty uh mito in it i will only answer this in the proper way <laughs> what why does that matter she's already she's wearing a bikini top as her regular street <laughs> clothes why does a why does a swimsuit episode matter because she's because uh you, you gotta you gotta expose the legs man that's that's where it's at she's wearing short shorts like she is i don't she, remember she wears daisy dukes <laughs> oh yeah i guess you're right bikini top and daisy dukes like that's that's her character design does she pull it off well I mean, she's a cartoon Again. She's a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fair question to ask. Well, the, and but that's what I'm saying. It's just like of I course will say she that I will say in season the swimsuit adds a bit more of a um, bounce than her regular top. It doesn't make that's any sense. Really weird. It doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> it's how gravity works in the anime. Okay, man. It's just and it, it's it always blows my mind that. You have this this artist who the the artist of of Food Wars is Yosh, and Yosh is a hentai artist. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, I can see that. But then he he makes this entire show about food, and it's just like wow, I guess Yosh really knows his pornography and food. Weird, yeah, like food porn. <laughs> food he knows porn. his food yeah. porn. <laughs> yeah, food is like food. I like food. I like porn. What can I also make? Oh, food porn. That sounds great. We so. got to appeal to kids, so we can't show too much. <laughs> uh, is this going to be the last Food Wars is a kid show over in Japan. Is this the last season of Food Wars? It, I think it might be the last season. Either season five or season six will be the last one because the yeah, manga is completed. Yeah, the manga is over, which I was actually thinking about just reading the manga because... 
one, I like manga. I like reading manga. Uh, and two, if it's complete, then I don't, I'm, I'm not in any danger of being disappointed by the manga not finishing because then I can just read it all the way to the end. So, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of how I am right now with like New Game, which I, I still would love to see a third season of that because I think what they're going through right now in the, in the manga is like really good and interesting. Yeah. Uh, Evan, would you like to talk about what you've been watching? <sighs> I'll try to keep it short because there's a lot that I have been watching. Yeah, so sure. I, of course, been watching Azokin and Seton Academy. The one that really took me by surprise in the winter, though, was Bofuri. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a cute... It, it starts out as a cute show. It's still cute from start to finish. But it's like they took like Silverlink took the Doga Koba formula and be like, it's gonna be cute, but we're gonna add some good character development to it. Hmm. And it's honestly one of the best like video game based fantasy sort of like plot lines out there right now. And it got so popular that it already has been announced for a second season. Hmm. Sounds good. Is, so, it, is, is it an isekai? it's weird it's like sword art it's 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 an isekai in the same way sword art online is an isekai oh interesting okay they even have the same characters as sword art online look at that guy that's like <laughs> totally a guy from sword art online yeah but only uh both is better than sword art online <laughs> sorry like this cute fan, Mike. this that cute girl right there that she becomes the ultimate player and she's just doing it for fun and that's like, I think that's like why I love the show is because she's not playing it just to be, be good and be the best. She's playing it because she's having a good time. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's what a lot of the other players in the game are slowly starting to realize is that, hey, it's not about really competing. It's not about trying to be the absolute best. It's just about the overall experience of playing a video game. Even if you suck or even if you do pretty good, what matters most is how much fun you have. It's kind of like why I enjoyed Scorching Ping Pong Girls, because they had the character that was trying to remind people, hey, I know we're kind of competing, but remember to have fun while playing it. And get sweaty. Well, this doesn't have much sweat. Oh. Although Ping this Pong is, Girls are very sweaty. Yeah. The thing I don't understand in Belfry is how like the food mechanics work, because they're all eating food and talking about how tasty everything is. I'm like, you're playing a video game there's no television <laughs> um so Bofuri was very enjoyable uh i feel like i do have to say that because uh, i know probably no one else is going to bring it up but interspecies reviewers was a lot more enjoyable than it had every right to be i've seen an episode or two of of reviewers and i was like this is enough this is porn and <laughs> <laughs> which which it is it's it's it's, it's it, it is, is porn i it's, mean like now yeah. i understand why funimation is like we can't release this because they go way way too far with a lot of stuff like they got away with things that i'm surprised that they allowed well and especially because and 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 here's how i i did i i watched i watched the first episode just to be like okay what is this and then I watched. A, I didn't watch. I, I didn't watch the second episode. I just w- waited for a bunch of episodes to come out, and I watched a later episode just to see like where it went. And it was the gender swap episode where oh, episode three. Yes. Oh, that was episode three. Yeah, I thought it was like episode 
uh, whatever. Um, and, and, and after I watched that, I was like, this is really graphic. Like this is, this is graphic. Like there's thrusting in it. There's, there's moaning in it. There's, yeah. there's grotesque nudity in it. And, and I was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is just porn. Like, yeah. This is, this is really well animated porn. It's, yeah. And, but to be fair, there have been Western cartoons that do it as well. F is for family has scenes like that, just, you know, as well as Big Mouth. So it's kind of no different in my opinion. Well, minus the well animated part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Although F is for family is a good show. I do. I have been actually watching that. Yeah, it is a good show. I haven't seen, I, I've only seen Big Mouth and I've seen all of Big Mouth and I still hate it. Um, <laughs> I hate everything about it. It's, it's an awful show, it. but I've seen every single I've seen every single episode, so I'm not a hater. I've actually seen it. It's the <laughs> yeah. train wreck you can't stop watching. Kinda, yeah. I mean, it's very pedophilic. It's great. So, <laughs> like, and and Nick they and kind Nick of make that joke in the first season, don't they? And and Nick Kroll is like so proud of himself because he's just like, hey, you know those three voices I get to do? I'm going to do all three of those voices because I I suck at acting. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> Good job, Nick. John Mulaney kind of saves it. Yeah, well, John Mulaney is is the good one in the pair of of John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. Right. Nick Kroll, who has no talent at all and can do three funny character voices, and he does all three funny character voices. And it's just like, good job, Nick Kroll, you did it. And then... Anyway, anyway. Yes. Anyways, well, let's go back to talking about anime. Yeah, um, a different kind of pedophilia. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Whoa. No. Um, uh, Andrew, did you, out of curiosity, watch Nekopara? Oh, my gosh. No. Um, I, I did not. Uh, I, I, I didn't have any way to access it, really, um, other than if I were to go to the Magical Anime Tree and... and I will... Episode. I will save you the trouble. There's reason why there's porn in the original Nekapara. Yeah. Well, I I've seen gifs and 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 pictures of the show. Um, you get J List weekly update on each. Yeah. Episode. Well, because yeah, because because I get I get updates from the J List blog, and he updated every single episode of Nekopara that came out. So I was like, oh, okay. It's well, so boring. It, it looked boring. It looked really boring. Like, and, like it was trying to be like a fan service Iyashike, but they forgot about the good parts of what makes an Iyashike enjoyable. Yeah, coconut. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if the show was all about coconut, it would be totally okay. Yeah, but coconut, like, I mean, it, it's, it's no argument. Coconut is the best cat. She I mean, is. Oh, yeah, without question. But everything else about the show was just like... I guess I'm wasting 22 minutes of my life again. <laughs> 21 if I skip the opening and end credits. <laughs> but um, the other show that I did really enjoy this season was Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. And like, like Lurche has become like one of my absolute favorite animation uh, studios. And like Toilet Bound Hanako-kun like showcased like some of the most unique character designs. Maybe not as unique as like Keep Your Hands Off Azokin, mm. but like you look at the you look at the original manga and you look at the anime, and they were able to adapt it so perfectly in this show. Wow. And just the characters and 
it's it's such a fun show and it it was a good it was a good show to watch like after a giga game no kataro had finished up because it has to do with like yokais and spirits and all those sorts of like japanese based um horror stories and fictional like characters and they did it in such a very fun and enjoyable way so honestly like the winter season was really good but but this whole spring season which maybe we could say for fingers crossed a future episode the spring (laughs) season has been impressive on my end well if we continue in this quarantine we might be able to pump out a couple other episodes we'll see we'll have to oh yeah without question um july or august anyone (laughs) (laughs) well uh well the spring has a lot of interesting things to offer um i I went through the my i actually think i have any chart open still if i'm not mistaken uh i do not uh i was looking through the annie chart for spring and luckily nothing really caught my eye that i was like oh i have to watch that show so i'll probably just continue watching like food wars and uh and finally tried to catch up on season two of Don Machi because season three of Don Machi is going to be right around the corner. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah. But I noticed that uh, our other resident, Hey, I think this is just porn show is, is coming out. Sugi Momo season two. Is. I forgot how good the action sequences in Sugimomo were. And the first episode of that, like reminded me of just how kind of badass those moments are mm. that show sounds familiar why does not sugimomo is I, I never watched the show but i and and it was probably because of how fan servicey it was um it's basically oh, i remember about that blue that blue haired demon girl who lives with the guy and she's naked like all the time and he's yep. just like not all the time. time huh yeah all right uh what what else is coming out this season that because I, I i haven't really had a good look at anything this season I will say that the new, uh, there are actually two Dogokoba anime, but the one that's really, really enjoyable is Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater. And it's about a fishing club. Oh, because I don't have access to that one because I don't give Funimation my money. Um, And that's the problem then on on my end, because like most of the really good ones are on Funimation this year, uh, this season. Yeah, I I noticed it will end. The new Trigger anime is on Netflix, right? Yeah, a brand new animal, but we have to wait. Yeah, we have we'll we'll have to wait for that, which which is fine. I'll I'll wait for that, but it, but it, it is a trigger show, and so I'm I'm kind of excited to see what they have to do with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna wait till October for Promise Neverland. <laughs> yeah, uh, that see that's gonna be interesting because uh, obviously everything that they're gonna put in season two has already come out in manga form, so I'm pretty excited because it's gonna be a really rad season of of Promise Neverland. Mm. As Promise Neverland. Will it be a super rad season two? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Promise Neverland just remains to be amazing. I I love everything about Promise Neverland. Everybody should be either reading or watching Promise Neverland because it's just a a phenomenal property. It's it's I can't believe how how much love I've given Promise Neverland at being a good, uniquely written story that has does not rely on fan service nor the anime art style to be good. It's its own unique art style with its own unique story and no fan service at all. And it's just beautifully written and beautifully done. I, I love it. I love everything about it. All right. 
Anybody want to highlight any other shows before we move on to, to what would probably be news? Yeah. Like I said, I'll save spring for another time since yeah, it's just yeah. starting up. That sounds good. All right. Well, I guess it's time to ring the news bell, which I think oh. Jonathan has. Yep, news I just bell. dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> what up, news bell, John? We haven't seen you in ages, Daisu. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> News Bell Sean Dace. <laughs> so what's the news? Yeah, what's All the right. News? So <laughs> okay, so we have season two announcement of How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Yes. Yay. Wow. More weird. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about this pedophilia stuff. <laughs> He's seven hundred years old. It's anime. Get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just. It's so weird. Like they really just fingered a cat girl in the first season. What? Like, There's a hole in the cute cat girl lolly. There's a hole in the cute cat girl lolly. What? <laughs> yeah, man, you got to watch the show. It's it's fin- it's phenomenal. Not yeah. that season one. I don't want to find out what season two is. It, and the weird thing is, is I'm so torn by it because it's actually one of the funniest shows that was out that season. It's so funny. It it made me laugh. It it was filled with grotesque fan service. The art was really good. It was cute. It, uh, it was just it was so bizarre. I I had no idea what to think of that show. I think you already just said it. It was. I, I guess you're right. You already but, just said how great it was. But I but I have so much mixed feelings uh, of it because of mostly because you know it's the isekai trope. They were making fun of the isekai trope at first, but then they stopped making fun of the isekai trope because the main character was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to act the way a demon Lord acts, but I don't actually act this way. And I don't know how to actually act this way. I just know how to act. And so he would act tough and act like a demon Lord, but then you, and then, and then eventually it became a serious show where he wasn't making fun of the demon Lord trope anymore. He was actually being the demon Lord. So it was, I, I have mixed emotions about it, but I'll probably watch season two. Right. So it should also be known that they're actually switching uh, animation studios are actually doing this over at Tezuka Productions, which is home to like Astro Boy and Blackjack, like some of the most iconic anime. Hmm. Now, granted, they also did the shit show that was quintessential quintuplets, but like I said, that's just <laughs> a shitty, an- shitty story to begin with. So we can forgive Tezuka Productions. They did, however, do second season of Dagashi Kashi, which I thought they did a really good job with. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. Like the the animation change wasn't that jarring because it looked more like the manga. Yeah. So, and the guy who's directing this season, uh, Satoshi Kuwabara, did the season two of Dagashi Kashi, as well as the really good blackjack anime from the early two thousands. I didn't. Somebody, I, I just read a news article. I didn't read a news article. I saw a news article that uh, the director of Blackjack died. Uh, that was the film adaption. Yeah, the, oh. the, the live action film. Because he also did he also did the film adaption from the nineteen eighty three Girl Who Leapt Through Time film. Right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. Speaking of second seasons, they finally announced a second season of Tiger and Bunny. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wait, wait. There there hasn't been a second season of Tiger and Bunny. No, there's been season one, and then there was this kind of sort of spinoff show, which was Double Decker, Duck, and Kiro, which, honestly, I prefer that over Tiger and Buddy. 
didn't even know that was a thing. I thought they had like a thousand Tiger and Bunny movies or something like uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I, nope. I could have sworn that films wow. came out and that because the, the Tiger and Bunny fandom is so rampant that I could have sworn that there was more than one season. It was one season, a couple movies, and that was it. Wow. That's and crazy. again, Double Decker, which does take place in the same universe as Tiger and Bunny. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea because I watched the first episode of Tiger and Bunny and I was like, that's about it. I'm good. <laughs> oh, so uh, have any of you guys been excited over the new Animal Crossing game? Oh my gosh, dude. That's all I've been playing. Oh, I I wish I had a Switch so that I could play nothing but Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing right now. Like, Why does... Yes, well, it's a good thing you live in the U.S. and not China because yeah. they have banned Animal Crossing <laughs> because of people using Animal Crossing as a way to do protests. Yeah! <laughs> I'm uh, I'm team Doom Eternal. Animal Crossing. You're team what? I'm team Doom Eternal. Well, I I was like, on. So like, I bought Doom Eternal. Wasn't gonna play Animal Crossing until everybody else did. I've played only an hour of Doom Eternal. About thirty hours of Animal Crossing. I've, I've played about five hours of Doom Eternal. Um, because that's all I've been. I, I played it on the first day it came out, and then played it all day long got to got about halfway through the game and i haven't been able to get back into it yet because we've been playing siege and wildlands and breakpoint all these all these other games but eventually i'll get back i'll, I'll finish up doom eternal but i really like it but man watching everybody play animal crossing makes me so jealous that one i don't even have a switch two i don't have animal crossing because animal crossing is the best time waster game ever made I don't understand why it's so popular. It just doesn't look like that fun to me. Dude, it's weird to really describe, but it's kind of like like therapeutic to play yeah. the game. No, so so the reason why Animal Crossing is so good is because it rewards you every step of the way. You you have a every time you complete a goal, you have a new goal. And, and it's satisfying because it's not difficult to achieve the goals, but it takes long enough that you feel like you've worked hard for that goal. Like you get to, you get to structure a town, you get to pay off debts. And as funny as you that- get to. As, yeah. <laughs> so, so real life. No, so as funny as that sentence is, paying off debts is so satisfying because Tom Nook is such a shark that you just want to- win him over by getting so many bells and just being like, here's your bells, Tom Nook. I own my house now. And then you get to make your house bigger. And then you owe Tom Nook more money. And then, uh, and then you basically do everything for this town to build up the town, to be everything that you want it to be. And you, you garden for about four hours and then you feel like a half hour has gone by and you're like, Oh no, it's, it's 3am. Why? Ah, I've just gardened. It's a great game. It's so fun. I love it. Aww, I, I, can't love even, it. I can't even buy it. It's not available on Amazon until May 25th. That's lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I've actually been playing with like friends from other countries with this game. Like it's a good way to like really keep in touch with, with those that are close to you and even though that they're very far away. Oh, you know also, what I sh you know what I should be doing right now? I should be playing Final Fantasy 7 right now. But my my Final Fantasy VII. So I got I, I ordered Final Fantasy VII off of Amazon, and I ordered the deluxe edition. 
And so that's not going to be arriving until Tuesday when it, it came out yesterday. So I get to see everybody talking about them playing Final Fantasy VII and playing the heck out of it. And I have to wait until Tuesday because I want, I, dude, I want that art book so bad. Like, I, I'm not, I don't even feel bad because I want the art book. I need that art book. I want that deluxe, deluxe edition art book. Oh my gosh, Final Fantasy VII is the best, still one of the best games ever made. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Also, Greg, if you're feeling uh, dangerous, then throw on a face mask and some gloves and go to Walmart because they're all still open. They're essential. <laughs> no, I'm honestly, I'd... <laughs> I deal enough with uh, face-to-face contact in my job. I'd rather just stay home, to be honest. For those, no, who don't I feel know, you, Greg. I feel you, Greg. Believe me. Like I went out for groceries yesterday, and I was filled with so much anxiety because of how many people were at the grocery store. Well, that's Greg, the new, that's the new problem because the only place everybody can go and congregate is the grocery store. So that's the new cesspool, and you really have to be careful. Um, when you bring food home from the grocery store, you really should desanitize everything before you bring it into the house. Yeah. Because you just don't. That poor hand sanitizer on every piece yeah. of meat that you bought. That's right. No. <laughs> just Lysol. You have to Lysol like everything. I soaked soak my loaves of bread in bleach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. White bleach. Wait. So doesn't it like change the color of your bread? You, but yeah. You I buy, do get wheat, but it comes out white. Yeah. yeah. You buy, <laughs> I, buying rye bread and you get white bread. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Greg, how, that's Greg, how, how wonder you, bread is made. Greg, how much would you sell me your switch for? Uh that's tough with accessories included. You're probably talking about that that what is it? Uh I have the pro controller too. Uh maybe like four hundred. Jeez. <laughs> well, it to be fair, it's a lightly used system. I almost never play it except for Smash Brothers and then um you know, I have the accessories that go with it, the dock oh, wait, and the... I wouldn't sell it because I know for a fact that when you sell it, like this next big game's going to come out for the Switch and you're going to be like, ah! Well, th- the problem is, Evan, is like everything I play is on my PC. I even sold my PS4 because it's like it's sitting there collecting dust. Yeah, every single game that I have on my PS4, I, I buy on my PC. The only reason I, I... So I hooked up my PS4 to my computer so that I would play it more. And it's actually working because I can play... I can play Tekken and I can play Final Fantasy VII when it arrives, oh. and, and I cannot wait. I can't play Final Fantasy VII because I sold mine. <laughs> uh. um, 
That's all right. I'll wait. I'll wait for your generous gift of a monitor, Greg, when you get a 240. <laughs> that, that might be longer. And honestly, I thought about saving my Amazon points for a graphics card instead. Do, I don't know, man. I think. Dude, graphics I mean, card. I, yeah. I mean, how many, that's true. A graphics. Yeah. But I need I, another monitor I, and I need, I, want, I, need, I need Santa Greg's monitor. I. <laughs> Mm, that's true i want to be your santa but at the same time i also want a 2080 ti or if i ever got a huge amount of money i would buy like an rtx titan I just over the top i'd overkill i feel it. like this i feel like a song called i want to be your santa just could go down some really bad roots that, you know what and that's fine because it's more fun when people interpret it different ways <laughs> Be my Santa so I can play with your sack and blah, blah, Although, blah. <laughs> to be fair, maybe I will be Andrew Santa and finally get my butt to go over to Solarian Sun and Patreon. Cause I'm That's so right. <laughs> I actually have been reading it while we've been talking. It's really good. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, back to news? Yes, yes, back to news. Back to news. Back to news. Uh, Isekai Quartet has been announced for a third season. Your favorite anime. I wouldn't call it my favorite anime, but my favorite anime is related to another thing, which is the fact that Konosuba's light novel series is going to be ending with its 17th volume. That's, I'm excited about that, mostly because I like that Konosuba is ending. Like, I like endings to stuff, obviously. I've talked about that to death on, on this show. Um, but Konosuba, to have, because you've been reading the light novels, I don't know where the show could actually go that it actually could merit an ending because it just seems like one of those shows that's like, well, we can just keep creating gags and it will go on forever. Well, yeah, but they're good gags. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, I, I just don't know what a complete story in Kenosaba looks like. Well, let's see. Right now I'm in... Oh, yeah, I have the 10th volume over here. I haven't started it yet, but from what I've been reading up to, like, volume 9, like, he's still coming up with some really funny ideas and concepts and great characters, too. Yeah. Like, well, it's, the, it's the kind of light novel where you can actually picture it in your head as an anime and it working really well. Yeah. I, I, would, I would enjoy it, probably. I... Ugh, I, I would really like more anime of Konosuba. That'd be great. <laughs> a lot of people would. I think it's going to happen. It, it's going to take a little, I wouldn't say probably until maybe next year, but deep down, I know it's going to happen because of how popular it is. Well, I also like that the movie they created was canonical. So it cuts yeah. out a huge chunk of, of story that would take up time to be in an anime and just kind of move on from that, you know? Yeah. So, right. All right. So let's see. What else do we have going on? Oh, do you love your mom and her two hit multi combo attack thingy? And how would you feel about her teaching you English? What? <laughs> That's right. There is an official Do You Love Your Mom English teaching book out now. What? <laughs> still still doesn't ever and will never hold a match to Ellen Baker. <laughs> I put the link right there. There are some very helpful, okay, not helpful at all, English language phrases that the mom is teaching people in this book. On top of that, the English is actually really, really, really bad. 
<laughs> do I look a great sage is not a sentence. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. In some world, it is. Am I a look a great sage? Yes, that's a sentence. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's English. You can learn such phrases as, can you face your mother in a bikini armor? What? You may not look at me in the nude, and you know I'm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to read any more. That's so strange. Those sentences were really well constructed. My mother can <laughs> defeat monsters in an instant. I. You may grow gotcha with the accumulated points. <laughs> okay. Man, we're saying these sentences so easy. English is really easy to learn. It's <laughs> the thing. You could download an audio guide with Aikayano, who also plays Darkness, providing narration on the lessons. Um so if I'm not mistaken, the newest OVA like promoted the incest of those two characters, right? Of the mom and the son. It did. It did. It was so bad. <laughs> it's so bizarre the whole mom fetish thing like what in the world <laughs> it's just i don't get it <laughs> and that's where we end that story yes <laughs> and that's as strange as it gets that's huh. strange no i actually have strange new stories kind okay. of sort of can we hear it yes wait, so wait, uh, jeff so a Japanese man has come out with an ingenious and slightly creepy way to take a nap in a meeting. And I think the only way to really show that is to actually show the link as to what he's come up with. Let me see. And it's kind of creepy. Well, you just told me he like tattooed his eyes on his eyelids. That would be less creepy. <laughs> nice. I'm checking this out. No. So by the powers of 3D printers, he made a mask of his own face. That's amazing. (laughs) What? That's actually really impressive. It's (laughs) impressive, but it's like wicked creepy. (laughs) Imagine it never blinks at you. (laughs) He just keeps it in his bag. That's the creepy part. Oh, sweet. We got a link here. Oh, I'm going to click this link and see if I'm going to get creeped out or not. Let's see. Like, it's weird because look at how, like, the blemishes on his skin have come out so perfectly on this mask. Yeah, here's some Uncanny Valley stuff for you. Yeah. See, yeah, save this link for the waifu panel. <laughs> oh, man. It, that's so good. That's so good. How did he do that? That's incredible. It is. <laughs> it's amazing. Is is like the level of how they make the stop motion animation pieces for like a Leica film. Yeah, that's that's literally his face. That's wow, with the facial hair and all. Yep, man, it looks so good. Good for him. I wish everybody in who's listening to this podcast could see it. <laughs> well, that's why there's a link in the description. <laughs> dun dun dun. dun. Mm-hmm. All right, a little bit more strange news. The complete, it's like, here's something that I feel like is doing the opposite of what it's trying to achieve. So Coca-Cola Japan is giving away 1 million free drinks to anyone who exercises at home. Huh. What? You say 1 million free drinks? They're not giving people, they're not giving a person 1 million cans. No, they're giving 1 million drinks to 1 million people. Okay. 
or or if it's less than a million people, then they'll just evenly distribute the drinks. <laughs> right. Huh. If I'm sure they use the uh, users who have the Coke on app and show that they're taking at least one thousand steps, they'll get one of two hundred thousand tickets per week to receive a free Coca-Cola drink. Actually, did you say one thousand steps? Yes. That's like you could take a lap around your house. You could just walk around the block and be get that free drink. I, I think something like like four thousand steps is a mile mm-hmm. for the average adult. Four to five thousand steps or something like that. Right. So, like, so walk less thing. than a mile, get a free drink. <laughs> here's the thing too. Coca-Cola Japan is offering also non-sugary drinks like sports drinks, green tea, coffee, and water. Ooh, as well. Okay. All right. So you don't have to choose Coke. Drink oh. green tea all day. Get yeah. that water I already get from my filtered fridge. Mm-hmm. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's right. free, Greg. It's free. You don't have to pay for water. Well, I don't know. If I if I was in Japan, I would definitely opt for Picari Sweat. Picari Sweat is great. Did you say? Oh yeah, a classmate of mine like had a um actual hoodie and a giant like two liter bottle of it uh because we were doing a speech class and he part of his speech was that and i was confused i'm like it's called picari sweat i thought yeah. it was like legitimately like a weird <laughs> a bottle like, of sweat. <laughs> sweat thing that they're trying out yeah but it's just water no no so it's it's a sports drink so that was that was my first mistake when i went to when i first went to taiwan <laughs> I, I got Picari sweat, not knowing it was a sports drink. I thought it was water. So when I took a, a sip of it, I, it, it was flavored. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what in the world? And then, then, it, then it kind of dawned on me, oh, Picari sweat isn't water. It's a sports drink. Um, but it, it has a nice citrus flavor to it. it, it it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of a Gatorade-y type flavor, but it feel, it's, I, 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 don't know if it's, I don't know if it's better for you because Gatorade has a lot of sugar in it. I don't know if Picari sweat is just if it has a lot of sugar in there, if it's just the electrolytes that makes it flavored citrusy like that. But I don't know. It's good. I like Picari sweat. It gives you a lot of electrolytes when you're jogging around. And I'm gonna find this out right now. All right. Yes. Okay. So I have on here something I think Greg and I could totally relate to. I don't know if I could could call this strange news or what. But recent surveys have showcased the customers that Japanese convenience store clerks hate the most. What? All right. I'm down for this list. Yep. I'm sorry. Repeat that one more time. I, you cut out for me. The customers Japanese convenience store clerks hate the most. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first off, we have, so these are the top four. We have the customer who shows a barcode to the clerk without saying anything. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Drives me nuts. This is this is now normally like in Japan, this would be like cashless payments, but here in America, it could be stuff like a coupon or yeah. something to pay a bill or something like that. Or and they just flash it at you and they it, don't it, tell you anything. It's the rewards membership, and then they'll uh, they'll walk away after you ring them out, and then they'll come back and be like, "Did you get my CVS card?" And they'll be like, <laughs> "You never mentioned it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. 
All right. So the second annoying behavior is with customers who request something just by using its generic name. So like, I want bleach. What kind of bleach? I just want bleach. <laughs> That's not the bleach I want. I want this kind of bleach. You just said tissues. any bleach you wanted. Give me I want tissues. tissues. So it actually, this is amazing because, um, so for people who don't know, I'm a pharmacy tech at CVS and Evan does like the front store at another CVS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Ugh. great because we get both angles of the, of the same company. So they'll do that. So they'll request um, their, what they call a common name medication. Um, and this is an awful example. It's the first one I could think of, like Viagra, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, there, like behind the shelf for us in the pharmacy, there's like a technical term for a lot of these medications that, you know, I could think of off the top, but it'll be a different, like common name that the customer will know. And they'll be like, Oh, well, is that my medication? I'll be like, uh, I don't know the common name of it. I just know that it's, you know, lisinopril or which is, you know, uh, blood pressure. Hydroxylin tried, tried proxylide. Yeah. Like hydroxychloroquine. Like I don't know the common name for it. You know, it's just, it's fine. I want my burner pills. <laughs> I can't count how many times people have come into my work and been like, yeah. So, uh, what kind of coffees do you have? <laughs> I'll have I just coffee. like look around at all the different machines and stuff. I'm like, well, <laughs> you should start. Menu. <laughs> you should start with the milk machine. Anytime anybody asks that, just start with the milk machine. Well, that's milk. <laughs> you should do like um, the uh, coffee equivalent of Yakko's World or something like that. Cappuccino, frappuccino. Or like the scene of Scott Pilgrim versus the world where she reads off all the tea, just like throwing a bunch of fake ones into. But yes, generic, don't tell us what you want specifically. Don't give us a generic name, which now leads me to the third one. The customers who lose it if you ask them to repeat what they said. Huh. Oh, I, I get so many of those because I yes, get with me the too. face masks. Oh, uh -huh. it's awful. Can you repeat that? The only, time, so the, the only time I've ever had trouble was uh, some guy called me over the phone and he had a very heavy Indian accent and asked me if they had Lenovo com computers. And at the time, Lenovo hadn't been out. So I could not understand. Like I knew Dell, I knew Gateway, I knew Asus, I knew... like as, And then he was saying Lenovo and I was just like, I'm sorry, what are you saying? Oh. And mixed with his accent, it was just not working. <laughs> so he got oh. really mad. Yeah. <laughs> On the flip side of that, sometimes I'll do that on purpose, especially if someone's like talking on the phone and not paying attention to me at all. I'll just wait until I can tell they're about to start their conversation on the phone again. So I'll be like, I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> just keep interrupting them over and over again. I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> That's evil. <laughs> but it's a um, good evil. What's it? It's the, uh, not the chaotic, the neutral, but lawful. Lawful, lawful evil. Lawful evil. It's a lawful evil. No, that's more of a chaotic neutral position to take. That's 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 way more chaotic neutral, I would say. 
I can't yeah, believe we're I comparing this to D and D alignments right now. <laughs> I just want to see the world burn. <laughs> Guess what? It's granted. <laughs> no, Australia fixed that problem already. Uh, so the final annoying thing that customers do the 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 number four one is those that that you're ringing them up and they're be like, oh no, I forgot something. Wait right over here. Wait just a moment. You have to wait for them to come back. They just walk away. I've had people literally, I'd be ringing them up um, and they would walk away in the middle of the transaction. And I'm like, there's a line behind you. I'm the only person here. Like, it's not like I have anybody who can help me ring up because they're busy filling all the other medications. And I'm like, all right, you're going to come back really quick because I got people. (laughs) I got things to do. I have a lot of other people. Or hold on, I've got money in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I've got the last 13 cents in my car that's in the parking lot that's a five-minute walk from here. Can you wait just one second? That does not make sense. Well... Luckily, Japanese people don't have a lot of places to park, so they don't have a car that they can go get their money in. Yeah. Mm. They're also a very big cash culture, so so that you don't have to worry about them having to go get more money. Well, Mm. they could spread that virus more, I guess. That's the downside of them being a cash culture. True that. And that's Um, how the division happens. (laughs) (laughs) but i could add one more point to your list and i don't know if it applies to like front store clerks because technically everybody's already finished shopping or i guess it branches off your last point um is when they're uh, picking up something and they are like you go get it for them and then they're like oh well wait i have to like uh Oh, I'm sorry. No, this this is actually an extension on your last point, rather, but it's like pharmacy. Yeah. So when they pick up uh, some a prescription and then you go get it, bring it back, and you're about to you do all the other steps to try to get them to check out, and then when you get to the end, they're like, "Oh, I'm actually picking up for another person," and then you're like, yeah. "Oh my god!" And you then see, you I to- actually work in the pharmacy from time to time too, when I do the register stuff, while the other techs are uh, stuck at the computers and talking on the phone because of all the prescriptions they have to fill out. So yeah. I know what you're talking about with that. Oh, it's so awful. I'm like, can you just tell me everything up front because I'm just gonna like go do it and then I go through <laughs> and all. And sometimes stuff. it causes the machines to freeze, and then you have to like move yep. to another register to do it and. Ah. and i'm pretty sure the tech is from uh 2003 from what i've heard so we still are waiting for like new registers good stuff you keep waiting yep oh, it's, it's, it's awful retail sounds and these universal. are the customers that we hate the most yeah. no a lot of people are really cool it's just that you get some doozies once in a while yeah, they're called old people. <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> Which means he agrees with me. <laughs> I'm neutral. Which means I'm he kind of agrees neutral. with me. <laughs> I, I am neutral neutral. I'm not lawful or chaotic. That's, what, that's called true neutral. I'm true neutral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, how about we talk about the fetish of the week? 
Oh, what a great transition. (laughs) Hey, how about a new way to get smelly otaku to take a shower? Trap sexy anime girls inside a soap. What? (laughs) Oh my god, so so like there's an anime girl in the very center of the soap and you have to use it enough? Yeah, it's, it's like uh, those those so- bars of soap that have money inside of them, and they could be like it could be a one, it could be a five, it could be a ten, it could be a hundred, but you have to use the soap in order to get the money out. But How now many people just to- smash it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you have to yes. make sure that it's made out of porcelain. <laughs> let me see this. Yeah, so the uh, the video game series Ark Knights is teaming up with a soap company that oh. when you wash it, the more you get to unlock the girl that's stuck inside of it. I get I keep getting Facebook ads about that game. Wow. I keep seeing things of that game, and I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> um well because I, I used to play, I used to play Girls Frontline until it got tiresome, and then I used to play. I still play the Don Machi game from time to time. I used to play the Attack on Titan game, and then I deleted it because it was really huge on my phone. It took up a lot of space on my phone. I didn't play it as much, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then I was going to try Ark Knights just to see what it was, but then I didn't. But the soap is incredible. But man, Ark Knights' popularity is just soaring. It is yeah. soaring. So yeah, that's the soap. And there's like three different characters that you can unlock by washing yourself. Wow. <laughs> Looks like cat. Goat. The more the soap is used, the clearer the picture becomes. Cat, bunny, Encur- and ram. Encouraging the otaku owner to wash long, hard, and often. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so clean. It's just like you, I use the whole bar of soap in one go. Just to, it's like I'm so sudsy. There's suds everywhere. Ah, you'll never be clean, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> they feel clean while making the anime girl feel dirty. <laughs> huh? A clever way, yeah, a clever way to channel Otaku's passion for their 2D crushes into a better hygiene, encasing sexy anime girls inside blocks of soap. The cleaner I get, the dirtier wow. I feel. <laughs> yeah, this is this is literally money soap, but with but with uh, naked acrylics in it. <laughs> and that was Japan's fetish of the wow, wow. Well, there may be one other thing I have right here because with the whole thing going on with the coronavirus outbreak, oh, there's right. a lot of shortages going on. And one of the really big shortages in Japan right now is a certain kind of. Um, Aid of sorts. A, a toy, you may say? Yes, a oh toy. My gosh. That is disgusting. To aid certain people who have certain needs. That is... Uh, clowns? <laughs> <laughs> it's a butt plug. It's a butt plug. <laughs> so, a lot of uh, toy shops... Uh, have have had issues with restocking, so a lot of signs are being shown with like due to the novel coronavirus, our supply of adult goods is low. Uh huh. And so <laughs> a lot of shops right now won't be expecting new shipments until the end of April or even into May. Wow, that's <laughs> that's that's not shocking at all, really. I like not at all. How many <laughs> Ona holes does one otaku need? 
I could do a Yakko's World song about this as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, inversely, I found something here. Apparently, there's a Japanese adult video production company that is giving away 200 videos for free to watch. And the second they did it, site crashed. <laughs> <laughs> because of course it would. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh man, this is that's awful. That is that is terrible. Oh, in one day. Oh man. So uh good luck to them. <laughs> <laughs> that was Japan's fetish of the week. Oh. <laughs> fetish of the week, fetish of the quarantine. Yeah. I mean, what else are you gonna do? Actually, there might be more fetishes of the quarantine coming up. Oh yeah, without question. I mean, you've ar- there's already like coronavirus, coronavirus. If you want to call it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a Corona Chan, right? There has to be. No, there is a. Oh yeah, there is Corona Chan. Okay, all right. Oh, there's already been like 15 people on Hentai Foundry that has made their own Corona Chan. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's actually animation. That somebody made an actual animated anime opening of Corona-chan. Does it go, begin with the Zion Corona Coast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corona-chan looks Chinese. Yeah, she does look Chinese. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. This, I'm, I, and this is actually probably the most shocked I've been since we've started <laughs> recording. Really? This is the most shocked you've been? Really? I love it. It's just like, uh, yeah, we knew that that son was going to hook up with his mom in that video game. <laughs> yeah. But Corona-chan, how, how dare? <laughs> Lines have been crossed here, good sir. <laughs> uh, it's just that, like, the hair buns in... Like the, that are prickly coronaviruses. And yeah. It's great. And she's holding a corona. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Now I see it. <laughs> so, where do we move on from here? There is a couple of Into the Wests that I have. Oh, yeah. Well, we already, we already totally trashed uh, Thundercats Roar. So, what, what, could, what else could we possibly talk about? Well, apparently there are parts of both the classic Dizzy cartoon Goof Troop and a Goofy movie that were, turns out, were made in Japan. Oh. We've been making our way through uh, Goof Troop on Disney+. Plus. It was a really good show. I, mean, I remember enjoying it as a kid, but there were things in that show that I didn't understand as an eight-year-old watching it that I now understand better now when yeah. I watch it. Well, um... I've actually been watching a lot of Disney Plus because Jonathan let me borrow one of his accounts. Uh, so I've been able to watch a whole lot of things that I've been interested in, either rechecking out, like I watched it as a child and, and watched it. Now I'm watching it again. And Goof Troop is on my list. And I, I looked at Goof Troop. I was like, oh, there's only one season of Goof Troop. And it's like 80 episodes. I was like, oh my gosh, how, that's a daunting task. And out of those 80, four of them were made entirely in Japan. Really? Oh. Yes. And apparently in Japan, it wasn't called Goof Troop. It was whatever the Japanese equivalent is. Well, probably um, is my papa is goofy. So I'm going to say uh, maybe Goof Troop. 
maybe it'll be Watashi um, no. Okay, let me get my Japanese lessons into what Watashi no Chichi wa Goofy des. Watashi no Goofy wa Watashi no Chichi wa Goofy des. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually we. We've oh no no! It's, oh, I see it right here. Papa wa Goofy des. Oh, that makes it easier. <laughs> Papa wa Goofy des. Papa, no no, there is no des. My bad. That's a stupid American. That's a stupid American error. Papa Wagui is his, is the name in Japan. Goofy. Papua New Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That is a callback to old Wicked Anime episodes, but not that old. Yes. And the final thing of Into the West I have, and I'm sure a lot of us watched this. Studio Dean animated a Rick and Morty short. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. I really thought that that was just the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It was terrifying. It bad. It was terrifying. Yeah, the Morty was just the worst. Like, I was just like, oh, my gosh, that is just so unappealing. Um, yeah, the Morty's creepy. But I did... L- the stabbings and the killings were pretty pretty good the animation was very floaty and stiff (laughs) which i'm not surprised when it comes to studio dean uh because they're just awful uh but it was good for what they were going for but you could definitely tell that it was cheap uh especially because they they chose to do 3d animation i thought that was a really bizarre choice but again Cheaper. It's much cheaper to do 3D animation than it is to do 2D animation, especially when you're not that great at doing 2D animation in the first place. So I did uh, appreciate that they got the Japanese voice actors for Rick and Morty to do. Why would they not though? Like that's yeah, that that's like prime real estate right there. I could see them not doing it. I, I don't know. It's just like we have to do this really fast, you know. Get get out yes. this promotional thing. It was really funny because when I was in Japan. I, um, I I had access to Japanese Netflix, obviously, and Japanese Netflix has Rick and Morty on it. And so I got to actually get used to and check out watching full episodes of Rick and Morty in Japanese. And their voice acting over there is just wonderful. I love the Japanese voice actors. They do a great job. They do. I've seen a few episodes myself. They do an excellent job with capturing what Justin Roiland does. Uh, speaking of Disney Plus and Into the West, did anybody uh, watch Onward? Oh yeah, not yet. Nope. <laughs> it's it uh, odd. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was like. Is it the most okay Pixar film has made in a while? Yeah, it's better than Brave, <laughs> but not as good as I don't know Toy Story Two. Yeah, Toy Story. <laughs> Toy St- it's it's better than Toy Story Four. I will tell you that much. <laughs> Yeah, it is better than Toy Story 4, not as bad as Brave. Uh, it takes a really interesting turn with the story. Chris, per- Chris Pratt is great. Tom Holland is not, un- unfortunately. Um, that's just my opinion. That is, that's just my opinion. Don't get upset over it. Uh, I-, I thought Chris Pratt was phenomenal. Um, and I-, I don't think it, it was Chris, uh, Tom Holland's fault. I just think it was his character. His character wasn't as interesting as Chris Pratt's character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his, his character was kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the world that they built. The story was, the story had a lot of flaws in it, 
where it was just like, oh, like that's that's funny. I kind of like that, but then it had a plot hole here where it was just like, but why didn't they just do this? So hmm. I don't know. It's it. I, I I think it's worth a watch. Um, but I I also think that the reason why it didn't do so well in theaters wasn't because of the coronavirus. It could have been because it's just kind of a mediocre Pixar film. Yeah. To be fair, most have been mediocre. Uh, as of late, absolutely. As of late. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But um, it, it was really weird to... Um, I don't know where I was going with It's that. weird, but it's one thing that I find weird is like Pixar's like reputation has kind of gone down the crapper. I, Meanwhile, Sony Pictures like animation has like skyrocketed <laughs> to being like one of the best... Like this was like the same studio who made shit like open season in the and the emoji movie. <laughs> Evan, actually, I'm glad that you you jumped on there because that was pretty much the idea that I wanted to, and you like mind melded with me and completed it. So yeah, and like same with Illumination. Like I and like I intentionally like avoided watching like the Grinch movie because I still have better memories of the Jim Carrey one. But then when it appeared on Netflix, I watched it. And I'm like. This was actually good. Yeah. So Illumination can be a good studio if they just ditch the minions thing. Like um, it's because Despicable Me was awesome. I really thought Despicable Me was a cute movie, really great self-contained. And then they keep making them. Despicable Me 2 was good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And then, you know, then they made Minions and then they made Despicable Me 3. And then they made Secret Life of Pets, which was terrible. And then they made uh, Sting which was just, you know, hey, let's sing popular songs with our goofy animation. And you're like, okay, that's kind of mediocre. Yeah. And, and then they made Secret Life of Pets 2, and you're just like, nobody asked for this. Oh, my gosh. Which was more or less an anthology film of, like, weird things that they did with no overarching story. And, and then they made The Grinch, and then, you know, so Illumination is hit or miss. I, I want to like them because their animation is so good, but their stories can be kind of mediocre if, they're not, if it's not Despicable Me. So, I don't know. Right. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Super Mario when they finally make that movie. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Riding off that Sonic hype. Oh, no. They've been planning the Super Mario film since, like, 2017. Yeah, I'm sure, that, they've I'm been sure now this. that they're just like, look at how well Sonic did. Uh, and uh, Mario and Lego now have a partnership, so you're going to start to see a bunch of official Mario Lego sets come out. That's of interest to me. Yeah. They're I like to the see the strangest them Legos I've ever seen, but it, I mean, it fits. They're brick worlds, right? <laughs> <laughs> In the same way that they made Minecraft Lego sets, and you're just like, yeah, isn't, isn't Minecraft just digital Lego? Like, what the heck? <laughs> They're all four by four or two by two, rather. <laughs> I'd like to see them go on from that and do Legend of Zelda after that. That would be amazing. Hmm. Oh, they could if they have Nintendo stuff and it's popular. I mean, it's only a matter of time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shared and universe. And here's where I would put a Thundercats uh, Lego set if I had one, because <laughs> they they were supposed to make uh, they were supposed to make Lego Thundercats sets, uh, and then and then when they tanked the studio with Thundercats 2011, they were just like, oh, we're gonna make Lego Chimera now. Um, so all the Le- all the all the Lego Chimera pieces were supposed to be Thundercats Lego pieces, but they so they just took the molds that they had already made for Thundercats and made their own. <laughs> They're going to do Lego Thundercats Roar, but it's going to be the Duplo line. (laughs) (laughs) You buy it, and then you throw it in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, on that note, should we wrap things up? I think so. Yeah, Evan's got to get ready for Japanese class. Yeah, I've got an hour and a half left, so I'm good. Yeah, I think we, we've we've talked to we got we got to we got to break it up so that it doesn't get stale, and then we got to come back later on while people miss us again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll make like, it yeah. out of we'll make an out of quarantine special where we're just at the timestamp where they're like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of this already. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think we can finish up. <laughs> okay so it's time for some shameless plugs and then we'll wrap it up andrew oh gosh can i even do this anymore <laughs> all right everybody if you want to follow us and and do all these other things during quarantine while you're bored uh you can email you could email us at wicked reviews at gmail.com not many people do that anymore but that's okay because we kind of moved on to other platforms like facebook uh facebook which I've been helping out because of Solarian Sun. There's been like a flow of traffic to the to the Wicked Anime Facebook page because of me being connected to Solarian Sun. Anyway, um, if you want to join us on Facebook.com, you can go to Facebook.com slash Wicked Anime. You can send us messages. We post reviews and news articles almost every day, thanks to Evan. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we can engage in discussion there. You can message us whenever you want. You can also find us on all the other social medias. We have... We do have a Twitter. I, I don't know how active it is at the moment, uh, but you know we're all home, so why not visit us over there? Uh, you can, of course, find us on Omniverse and Nerdy Show, where you, if you're not listening to this podcast on iTunes or uh, a Acast or wherever we're posting podcasts now, <laughs> you can. I'm sure you can find us there. Yep. Anywhere I, anywhere podcasts are found, except for Google, I think. Except for SoundCloud. That's are right. We on, that's, yeah. Are we on Spotify? Uh, yeah. We are on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify I love Stitcher. Spotify. Oh my gosh. Spotify is so great. Um, and of course, uh, where, where else? What am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting one thing. Well, YouTube, but you usually pimp out the YouTube, but that's long yeah, sure. since. Well, I mean, if, if you're bored, you can look at watch, watch old uh, wicked anime YouTube videos at youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews still active and still good. Still fun to watch. I've, I've gone back and watched them. They're funny. If you would like to follow me, AFLM arts, you can fi- find me at facebook.com slash AFLM arts, all one word, or you can at me at Instagram and uh, Twitter at AFLM underscore art. You can, of course, go to my website at solariansun.com and read the webcomic up to page 67 as of currently for free. Why, why would you bypass a free, po- uh, free, free podcast, <laughs> free webcomic when you're stuck in quarantine? And for as little as $5 a month, nearly a dollar a week, you can read up to page 115 plus more pages every single Friday. I try to get out at least three pages a week uh, so that I can just blow the free pages out of the water and just have a really great product for people to read every week. And we have good discussions. People tell me what I'm doing wrong, what I need to fix. It's it's amazing. <laughs> Editing. <laughs> and uh, I think that's it for AFLM Art. Uh, Evan, what do you have? For the recent news, reviews, podcasts, episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on No Borders or Race, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter and on the J-Pop Video Games and Anime Amino pages at KingDabyDuckESH. 
You can like us on Facebook.com slash Boss of Ash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And uh, hopefully soon you'll be seeing a couple more interviews happening on the B3 Crew page. There'll be one with uh, the folks over at Crunchyroll since we weren't able to do it at Anime Boston this year. We figured this would be a nice little alternative. So stay tuned. Look out for the web. Look out on the website for that interview to go up. Maybe sometime in the next few days or so. Derek, how about you? Well, as always, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Elite Four Derek, which I obviously do tons of posts. Not really, not very active. Otherwise, you can find me staying six feet away from everyone, quarantined away in my room where I'm being paid to stay away from people right now. Uh, So I have played Wind Waker about three times over. I have read all of my manga. I'm caught up in my hero. And now I'm just sitting here counting the rotations on my ceiling fan. (laughs) That's amazing. Have you read all three of those books you had from the Starbucks founder? Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's something to do. (laughs) You can read this book, and you can read that book, and you can read this book. Already read every shampoo bottle. Hey, everybody, just remember, if you buy Animal Crossing, four hours goes by in a snap, so the quarantine will go by in an instant. Just buy Uh, Animal Crossing. No Switch. No Switch, and there's an actual shortage of Switches right now. And no, Greg, I'm not going to buy your Switch. I do not have one either so i'm 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 also animal crossing list but i also have final fantasy to go through and i have a webcomic to upkeep so that keeps me plenty busy during this whole thing if anything this is my time to thrive Uh, i've actually been playing pokemon go a lot because everyone's like no one's outside in my neighborhood so i can like (laughs) stay away from people they've like halved all the walking distance you need to do doubled all the rewards so like okay i'm just gonna walk around the block and get my outside time for the day And if you're dehydrated and need a great energy drink, Bakari Sweat Nutritional Information. Oh, yeah. So per 100 milliliters, its energy is 25 uh, kcal. uh, Okay. No protein, no fat, 6.2 grams of carbohydrates, uh, sodium chloride salt equivalent, 0.12 grams, potassium, 20 uh, milligrams calcium 2 milligrams and magnesium 0.6 so it gives you a lot of potassium and salt no and carbohydrates so i don't know if it's that good of a sports drink for you yeah but or you could be a man and drink some mountain dew game fuel what about sugars (laughs) Uh, it's got alertness accuracy vitamins a and b and it's only 90 calories a can That's disgusting. One of the ingredients, one of the active ingredients is alertness. <laughs> Alert. Alertness, Alert. accuracy, vitamins A and B. That's amazing. That's a new vitamin they came out with. All right. Everybody in this chat has no excuse not to read my webcomic, so get on that. And uh, I guess we'll see you the next time we do a Wicked Anime podcast, which, hey, this was pretty fun. So we might we might just do another Zoom zoom conference so that you guys can get some more wicked anime during your quarantine downtime yeah Yeah. most interaction i'm getting lately exactly (laughs) help us help you everybody and i guess by helping us in return and i guess it's time to sign off the only way we know how why do you always sing it it happens anyways you always sing it because i love the
the tune. <laughs> and then it gets stuck in your head for the entire time that you edit it. Man, Zoom is actually kind of rad. I'm just you, saying. I like this. Still, do you still know how to edit a podcast, Greg? Is it? Yeah. I can okay. Do it. Great. Awesome. Especially because we're only going to have one audio track. The one thing that we should have done, which I'll do right now for everybody who's still with us through the end of the podcast, is we're going to have a virtual conversation with you so that we can, we can, so they can oh, talk back to us. That would so, be so dope. <laughs> so, yeah. How was your day, listener? I hate that anime. Okay, <laughs> bye everybody. <laughs> hey guys, security guy Greg here coming from the editor's corner. It is so good to be back to a finally recorded an episode for you all just to keep you entertained during this kind of boring but really scary and uncertain time in our history that we're all going through right now. And I just wanted to remind you guys to please take all the safety precautions you can Please wash your hands, don't touch your face, do social distancing, stay six feet away from everybody else, and if you can, please help out where you're needed. It could be as small as just going to the grocery store and getting some food items for your neighbor, to maybe just even going to the bank for them, just to help them out. But I know I'm kind of rambling on and on, so I'm just trying to say, stay safe, we miss you guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.